0: Welcome to Victorious Living. Jesus answered and said, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, period. Are you looking at it on the screen? Because the erroneous teaching is that God, God made him uh, blind so that God could show his glory. Not so. God doesn't need to make someone sick to show his glory.
1: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us understanding the reasons for the attacks of Satan. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us understanding the reasons for the attacks of Satan.
0: Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 and 22. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What's he talking about? He's talking about God's words. Verse 22. For they... God's word or words for they are life. You got a book of life. The Bible is a book of life. It's not a book of destruction. It talks about things that will happen. But to us, it's a book of life. It's not a book of destruction. And so he said, verse 22, for they are life. They, them, those words of God that are life. For they are life unto those that find them and health. Which is the Greek or the Hebrew word for what? Medicine. For they are medicine. I've I've used it like this a lot of times, you know, uh, when we need to go to the doctor, the doctor would need to give us a prescription. We hold on very tightly. That's my medicine. I'm putting it right here in the refrigerator and don't anybody move it. We're attending to it. We're taking care of it. We don't want anybody to bother it. And it says, take it twice a day, sometimes four times a day, morning, noon, and night, and midnight. And we do it. You know why you do it or why I do it? Because I want to get better. I want to feel better. I want to have some physical strength. I want to get better. Isn't that why we all do it? We don't go to the doctor. Give me some more of that death. I'll take two bottles of death. Amen. No, we don't do that. We take it as the doctor prescribed it because we want to get better. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to get better. But here he said, my words are medicine, they're health, but we have no appetite. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your overwhelming response. People have no appetite. You know, the old Testament talks about there come a day of famine. That's not a famine in the preaching of the word, Lord of mercy, you can get it on channel two, three, four, five, six, Z, X, Y, Z, whatever. You can get somebody preaching, whether they're preaching the truth or not, It's, it's up for grabs there. But there's gospel being preached everywhere. No, there's a famine of hearing. People have no appetite. People have no desire for it. So they are more natural world inclined than they are spiritually declined. And so what do they do? They have to pretend. They have to pretend they're spiritual. Boy, it's good. Aren't we glad we had that one up front? We have to pretend that we're something we're not. because we value our reputation. You ain't got one without God. I don't have one without God. And so here we go down the road. And so Proverbs four says what? For they, the words of God, the words of life. My son, attend to my words. For they are life unto those that take a hold, that find them and their health, their medicine, their health to all of their flesh. Do you ever notice sometimes we don't go for the table there until we have to drag ourselves to it? Well, I'm feeling good, you know. I don't see no need for that today. I'm feeling good. I feel like I could run through a troop and leap over a wall or run through a wall and leap over a troop. So we feel good. Huh? We feel good and we push, push the, the, the food, the, the medicine, the health. We push it aside sometimes. I say we people do. God desires that our bodies also be presented to him as a living sacrifice. Amen. You know, I think we all have to check ourselves there. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says this I beseech you, brethren, therefore, I, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Jesus said, If you're sick, come to me and I'll make you well. Amen. I'm the great physician. Yes, I'm the great physician. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It didn't say your difficult, circuit, uh, difficult service, your hard service, your impossible service. It said, which is your reasonable service. This is one very important guideline for living as a redeemed person in a fallen world. Now maybe you realize we are in a fallen world But we're not of the world We're of the kingdom So this is one very important thing Our guideline for living As a redeemed person in a fallen world He wants our bodies to be energized vessels For the living and proclaiming of the gospel He does not want to present our, he does not want us to present our bodies couched in religious terminology. I'm sick for the glory of God. Hogwash. Not so, not true. God gets no glory from it. I'm sick for the glory of God. I'm suffering for the glory of God. No, you're not. No, you know, the glory of God has life in it. The glory of God has energy in it. The glory of God has substance of God's life in it. The glory of God. So we don't want to catch ourselves couching our lives in religious terminology. I'm sick for the glory of God. Like I heard Brother Hagen say one time, he asked a fellow that said, him, said something to him along that way. And he said, well, sir, what did you learn? All he could say was nothing, but he was learning how to die. Amen. Learning how to die. John's Gospel, chapter nine, St. John chapter nine. Let me read it to you in your hearing today. Uh, uh, St. John chapter nine, verses one through seven. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth And his disciples ask him, say, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? The Jews believed that, that there was a reason that that a person was born that way. There was a reason that God had for him or her to be born that way. So here they asked Jesus, there was a man that was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who sinned, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered and said, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, period. Are you looking at it on the screen? Because the erroneous teaching is that God, God made him uh, blind so that God could show his glory hogwash. Not true. Not so. God doesn't need to make someone sick to show his glory. No way. No way. So Jesus answers and said, neither this man sinned, his par- uh, this man who was blind, he didn't sin and his parents didn't sin. Yet he's blind. And then he goes ahead to say, because he's blind, But because of that, the works of God should be made manifest in him. Because he is blind, the works of God should be shown in him. He's not saying that he is blind because God blinded him or for God's glory. He said the man's parents didn't sin, the man didn't sin, the parents have not sinned. But because he's blind, I'm gonna show you my glory. So he had, he had no glory in his blindness. That's right. That's right. I'm sure a lot of people felt for him. We all would, would we? Yeah. Feel, have, have feeling and for him. Amen. But no, God didn't make him blind so he could show how great he was or how great God he is or was. No, no. God doesn't need anybody to suffer to show who he is. He is God. There is no God like him. There's no God beside him. There's no God that can do what he can do. There's no God that loves anymore because he is love. God does not need some evil something to happen to people to show that he's God. Hogwash. But you would be surprised, I suppose. I guess I would be too. Of the people sitting in church today that believe that. So, what do they do? Because they believe that, they accept that. That when the enemy comes to entrap them with sickness and disease, they may have the thought, well, you know, God's working something in me. No, He's not. Because He doesn't have any of that stuff, He's not sick. And he's not passing out sickness plates. He's God. He's God Almighty. There's no God like him. Never has been never will be. He is the almighty. He's the true and he's the living God. He's almighty. He's all powerful. He's all wise and he's all knowing and he's all able and he's all wisdom. He's all righteousness. He's all God is all that is right and holy and righteous and true and pure and good. That's God. That's God.
1: It's our hope that today's message, understanding the reasons for the attacks of Satan, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, and different resources, and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, today's offer number is 17. Please request Offer 17. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.